Hi, I'm Alex Attili. And I'm Sarah Stoffer. And you're listening to Spilling the Tea with CCE. This podcast features fellows at Hofstra University's Center for Civic Engagement as they talk about a wide range of topics from current events to social movements, as well as issues that affect our daily lives. From healthcare to mental health, nothing is off the table. This podcast was created in spring 2020 to continue the conversations we had on campus in a virtual way. And we're so happy to have you here spilling the tea with us. Even though Hofstra's CCE is back to running in-person programming, we had such a positive experience with this podcast that it is now a permanent part of CCE operations. Now, let's spill the tea. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Spilling the Tea with CCE. I am CCE fellow Elisa Cano. I am a sophomore here at CCE. I'm majoring in anthropology with a minor in fine arts. And my guest today is Isabel Cano, my sister. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about thrift stores versus retail stores. What are the real pros and cons, if there are any benefits. To begin, I am going to ask Isabel or Isa where she has worked. So I started working in retail when I was like 16 at Justice and then I worked there for like two years and then I worked at Francesca's for like another three years I want to say and then I also worked at Garage at the same time for like a few months and then I just stopped recently like actually like a year ago. Yeah, and while my sister has worked at a lot of retail stores, I have worked during the summer at a thrift store. It is a chain thrift store, so some people see it as the same as a retail, but from the inside, it's not. And how is your experience at the retail stores that you have worked at? Like, did you like it there? I mean, like, I feel like this goes with me for any job, though, but I liked it in the beginning, and then I just, like, hated it because like I would just get frustrated with like customers I feel like but it wasn't really the best either like now working like other jobs like that are different from retail like I've realized that like my management has been like pretty shitty and like kind of put puts the job in front of the employees like often but that's just like not it's not like extreme but it's like something that should be noticed and it's not if that makes sense yeah Um, I really liked my management at the one store that I was at. They really cared. I don't know. They, they did the job just like anyone else. Like they were in the back sorting through donations. They were, you know, up at the register when they had to be. So it was pretty, I felt fine. Like telling the managers if I didn't want to be in the front one day dealing with customers, I could be in the back sorting through donations. Like it didn't really matter that much. I felt like since it was a thrift store unless like you're responding to like a corporate Mm -hmm. higher up Mm -hmm. like there's even when you have a manager there's always someone higher than you that you have to worry about yeah like they kind of cared a little bit more yeah i don't know i mean like i guess there have been times where i could have like gone to my manager and be like i'm having a shitty day but like i feel like most of the time they really did just put their company first i have an example of when my manager put the company in front of me and it was just like super annoying so i used to go to school like an hour away from my house and like i used to work at the mall 
that was like 10 minutes from my school like from where I lived like very close like whatever it was just convenient for me and I worked at garage and it was an hour away from my house and on black friday they made me drive three hours because i was in the cape which is even farther away from my house so i had to like literally drive like in total three hours just to go to my job on black friday when i was like literally 19 yeah like black friday is a really big thing for retail stores but it like thrift stores have sales but there's not much lower it can get it's a thrift but it's like store. also like why did you make me drive three hours yeah. for garage yeah and how long were you there that day how long was your shift i think it was like 6 a.m to like one it was like or 6 a.m to 12 or something like that like it was ridiculous like i just feel like now having better managers like they wouldn't make me drive three hours yeah they'd be like you know what Issa, just but they had they had to let you do that make you do that because their jobs are on the line as well you know what i mean because it's such yeah. a big chain um That's so facts. i know for one of your stories you were a key holder yeah which is a higher position like you just are able to open the store by yeah. yourself and stuff so for that store can you explain how opening like what do you have to do in sure. terms of like housekeeping when you open a retail store Okay, so a lot of the things should already be done housekeeping-wise in the morning because the closer does, like, a lot of the prep for the morning. Mm -hmm. But, like, they take out the trash. They, like, put a whole bunch of papers away. Like, this was for, like, Francesca. So there was, like, I had, like a log that I had to fill out and, like, write stuff down. And all of, the, like, these papers needed to be printed and, like... Anyways, so it was just, like, a lot of busy work, I feel like. Yeah. But they clean the whole store. They vacuum everything. They go through the entire store and reorganize everything. And they, like, size everything. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a, a lot of, like, visual stuff. Like, sometimes a closer would have to do, like, a sign change, like, at night. So they would have to print out all of the signage. And then they would have to cut it. And then they would have to take out the old ones and then put in the new ones. And, like, it was just, like, a lot of work anyway so you go in like i think it was like 30 minutes 15 minutes before your shift starts in the morning and then you like log into the computers or whatever i remember like logging in and like checking the email counting the registers like it was just like a whole bunch of nonsense and then like if the clothes are messed up then you'd have to deal with that and then um then you have to also deal with customers trying to open the doors before the store is oh, yeah. open and it's like Oh my god, I work at Francesca's in, in Rentham. Like, it's like... Yeah, like, come on. It's like, just a Francesca's. And it's like a, a Tuesday. Like, please, go get some breakfast. Yeah. But, yeah, and then you go through the whole day. Like, let us let me play out a Sunday for you. So you do all of that. Usually Sunday, there's one key holder, and they're open and closer. And then you have, like, one person that, like, comes in to help you. You open the store. You go through the whole day helping customers, putting clothes away ringing people out, like, reorganizing the store regularly, like, all of the nonsense. And then you close, then you have to clean everything, go through everything, print all those papers, and then you leave, like, probably, like, 20, 30 minutes after the store closes. And when you say, like, put clothes away, is it just clothes that people have moved around? Or are you putting new that, clothes? That, and, like, also people, like, try clothes on. Oh, so it's just, like, so clothes they don't buy. There's no, like, new clothes. It's just... There is new clothes. Oh, I'm so sorry. There is new clothes. Sometimes 
this isn't like just a key holder's responsibility but like shipment would come in and then you would let the shipment guy come in key holders have to open the door because they have the key uh-huh. to <laughs> unlock the door and then um they give you like t- 10 12 boxes and basically it's like the same shirt like an entire like size run of it in plastic so it's like plastic and then each individual shirt sometimes would be in plastic or it would just be like a big plastic bag and then you go through all of them you hang everything up you steam some of them based on like sometimes they would come in wrinkly so you'd have to literally sit there and steam and they would just be racks full i'm pretty sure you're supposed to steam everything but like obviously then you have to go through them then you would have to hang them all up put them on the wall that was literally color coordinated like you had to color coordinate the new shipment and then you like would put out new clothes yeah like Uh, out on the floor because there would be new floor plans like every season a key holder or whatever there's just do all that first thing i do employees and managers so i come in through the back and i clock in we have a rack of the try-ons from the night before i bring it out to the front then i count out my drawer I log into the computer and I start putting away everything that was tried on the night before. And that is all done by size and color coded. And we have a system at Goodwill where every week a different color tag is on sale. So today I went shopping and the week was blue. And the week before that is green. So if today was blue and I was putting away all the clothes, I have to look at the stuff that people tried on. And if there's green tags, I'll put it separate because they would go be shipped back to a Goodwill that has the big bins, Mm -hmm. which is just sent back to the warehouse because that clothing has been there for around two months. So we bring it to the bins. So that's where like you get it at its cheapest. I want to go to the bins. The closest one, I think, is in New Hampshire. Um, But there's, like, bins, and I think you buy things by, like, the pound. And then it is not successfully bought from the bins. It then gets sent to a clothing recycling plant. So we're not completely eco-friendly. We still use those not-so-good clothing recycling plants, which is just landfills and landfills. Why don't they just give them to homeless people? Because capitalism. (laughs) That's something that we can't get into. But anyway, so I put away the things, and by the time I'm set up and I open the store around 9, there are some people that come in, like, early. So I'll open the store at 9, and then they just come in. It's pretty chill. I can, like, usually listen to music, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So by the time people are in and I'm done with that rack of the putbacks from the night before, new racks start coming in from the back, which is where we sort out all the donations. Okay. So if you donate something to our local Goodwill, in like not even a day, it will be out on the shelf, tagged and out. So it's like a pretty, it's a pretty well-oiled system. So they bring it out and I put everything away and this is constant all day is racks are coming out and new clothes are coming out and they're freshly priced and sized and everything and sometimes we have to size them ourselves up front if they don't get sized because I think the back needs to bring out like a minimum of 10 racks a day which is a hundred articles of clothing 
I think more than 100 articles of clothing. And that's not including, like, all of your, like, plates and little thingies and... Yes, so those, like, plates and knickknacks are called hard lines. And those are also sorted, um, donated through the donations. If anything comes in that's, like, stained or broken, we don't put it out. The stained clothing will, again, go back to the warehouse. Anything broken, like, electronics will go back to the warehouse or like an electronic recycling facility. There's a couple of things that we don't put out um, that are really weird rules. Um, we don't put out any sets, any silverware if it's not in a set. We don't put out any knives that aren't in original packaging. We don't put out Legos because we actually bring them back to the Lego factory and we get a deal for it. That's it's cute. It's like better for us financially if we just take them and send them back to Lego. So it's things like that that we just like look for. And then the cashiers, which is what I am, don't have to put away the hard lines. Was it like a lot to remember at first? Oh, yeah. Or do, do you just not particularly go through the stuff? It's when I'm like, oh, I don't. feel like dealing with customers i'll go oh, okay. in the back and, okay, I'll, okay, okay. and i'll like size things and i'll you know like sort through the the like knickknacks and the donations you um, get to keep anything any employee at goodwill cannot shop at goodwill there are specific days around every two months that is like a shopping day for the employees have, like what you want so yeah we can make piles it's technically like not allowed but like you guys just do it we just do it anyway but like if i really really wanted something and i knew it was gonna get snatched up i would like ask you to come in and buy it like for me because that's allowed but um that's like usually, literally so dumb yeah we can't reserve things just because like when you're when you're working at a retail store you can buy whatever you want because mm -hmm. there's 40 of them in the store. Oh, okay. When I'm at Goodwill, like... But it's like... But I can't buy it because there's only one of them. You know, I have to give the customer a chance because it's not fair. Okay. So, yeah. If that's... If I was opening... And then for if I was closing, that you know, yeah. customers are messy. Like, they leave things off the hangers. They mm -hmm. put things on the floor. Like, that's in every single store. We go through that, we clean up the dressing rooms, and we like sweep the whole thing, we vacuum, and we usually have to make announcements like three or four times to tell people that we were closing soon. Um, Cause there's always like stragglers. Yeah, the donation door usually closes like an hour before we actually close. And sometimes people will leave donations, like, in the parking lot, which is technically dumping. Um, and if you do that, like, we have a sign that, like, if you dump, like, we can call the cops on you. Because you're not allowed to do that. And sometimes we won't accept donations, and people will just, like, leave it in the parking lot, um, which is not a lot. So Aren't there, like, Goodwill little thingies that you would just put bags of whatever in? Parking lot. And like you can't sell it so 
this is just like one instance like the donation guy turned someone away because this chest of drawers was like super damaged no one was gonna buy it um because we are allowed to like say no to things like mm -hmm. we turn away a lot of donations sometimes if they're just like not going to be sold and they went to the front parking lot because um, if you want to make a donation, you pull around to the back, which is where we have the big doors, and mm -hmm. they'll help you take it out of your car. And they pulled to the front of the parking lot, left it, and I didn't see it until I was closing, and I saw something in the corner of the parking lot, and it was like a bureau. And I was like, oh my god. So I get this guy, I'm like, man, and he's like, oh yeah, I remember these people, like I remember the car they had. So we check the cameras, we have the car, and like we report them. Because you're not allowed oh to do that. Oh, my God. And it's not like we didn't tell them. So, like, closing, you just got to, like, clean up, make sure it looks tidy Decent. and stuff. And, like, you can tell if you're an opener if somebody didn't do that the night before because it's mm -hmm. a mess. So and, and, like, people will let their kids, like, play in the toy section and just, like, leave stuff on the floor. But we just want to make sure that everything is, like, walkable. You know, like, you can, like, walk through the aisles without, like, tripping on something or with, like, your mm -hmm. cart. And we have to put all the carts away in the basket. And then we just lock up and leave out the back just like we came. After your manager counts out your drawer and everything. But it was a really nice place to work. It was the nicest place I've ever worked because, like, there was always snacks that the managers bought us in the break room. That's nice. It was so cute. They would They would always be like, oh, do you need a ride? Like... We can call you an Uber, blah, blah, blah. They were always super hospitable and, like... That's so nice. Yeah, they were, and, like, they were super nice with, like, when you needed a break and, like, even if you already took your break, if you were, like, just not having a good day or if you weren't feeling well. I remember I wasn't, I was really not feeling well. I was getting a migraine one day and my manager asked... Like, I didn't even ask her to do this. She could just tell that I really wasn't doing well. Asked my coworker to come in, like, two hours earlier so I could leave. Yeah, so, like, there was stuff like that. Kind Obviously, like, I don't feel like it was kind of nice in, like, my, like, manager relationship. Like, sometimes, like, we would get each other coffee and stuff. And, like, they would allow you to leave early, but you would have to find your person to come in like they wouldn't mm -hmm. go out of their way to do that for you i feel like yeah and like i really liked my co-workers we were all like super nice to each other that's sweet and i wanted to ask just because like the way goodwill clothes gets there is like people just donate the clothes we don't get any shipments from anyone else the only one the only people who get shipments are the the, the stores that have bins and they get donations as well but like how did did your stores come did you know where they came from or they just like came to the door the clothes yeah yeah it comes in like shipments from like ups it's like comes in boxes of like 12. yeah but where do they come from like do you know the factory do you know where the factory is no you just didn't know they came straight to they the factory. just came to the i don't know where they came from they right. just got on a truck and to my store so in terms of like how much plastic you go through in a day because like for for me right now the way goodwill you know thrift stores are more envi environmentally friendly as is but like the way goodwill was the only plastic we really had was like 
the tags mm-hmm. on our clothing. We had bags and bags and bags full of like plastic and trash and like styrofoam and like because that's what came in the shipment. Yeah. Like we had like that like a whole bunch of like broken down boxes like we part of your like stuff to do before you leave as a closer is to take out all of that trash and it's like a lot of boxes and a lot of bags like sometimes like two or three bags of trash and do you guys like have paper bags to check out at the location in natick they did when i worked in rentham they didn't yeah because i i don't think massachusetts requires it they're both in massachusetts oh that's a little oh yeah i forgot I think it's because, so technically, like, they had, like, this level of, like, high volume and low volume stores and, like, big and small stores. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't really remember how, like, the numbering worked, but, like, the one, the Francesco's in Natick was, like, a higher volume, but it was, like, really small and it just had, like, a lot of traffic, but, like, it was really small. And the one in Rentham was, like, a level two or something like that, but it was a big store but it had, like, not as much traffic as Natick. Yeah. Because, like, it's kind of... I just feel like Natick is a rich area, Mm -hmm. and Francesco's is, like, kind of expensive. Like, not expensive, but but it's, like, $30. You can get a knick-knack for, like, $20. Yeah, it's, like, $30 for, like, a tank top. Sometimes, like, some... That's expensive. That's, like, bullshit. I mean, that's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. So, um... And then, like, Rentham was, like... It was an outlet, so it was... The, the, so technically, Francesca's, because it's a boutique and everyone is, every single Francesca's in location is supposed to be a little bit different, even though it's like literally not, um, because it's like literally a chain. But the only reason why they were able to have an outlet version of Francesca's in the Rentham Outlets is because they had a like 60% clearance section and usually it's like 30 or 20 um, yeah, that's something else I want to talk about. What's probably the most expensive thing you've seen being sold at one of your stores? Like, what was the price Sometimes, range? like, we would have, like, bags that were, like, $60, $50. Like, sometimes we would have, like, like a good thick pair of socks. Like, remember the ones I got you for Christmas? Mm-hmm. Those would be, like, I think, $20. Which, like, again, is not so that if bad. I was on like, a, so, if I had... Say I had... $50. Yeah. How many items do you think I could I would get? say on average, like, two, two and a half. That's crazy. <laughs> I spent $50, like, maybe three or four. I guess it just depends on what you get, because sometimes you would have, like, a lollipop bath bomb, and that would be, like, $7 or $5. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess it just depends on the item. So, when, when you think about prices, does that seem sustainable to you as, like, a customer? Is that, like, good for you? No, it's, like, so expensive, and... The quality of the clothes and jewelry and all the items is so bad. It's mm-hmm. definitely not worth what it's, like, marked at all. Like, literally, I see stuff that is sold on Amazon in packs of, like, 20 for, like, 6 bucks, And, like, we have those hair clips, those same hair clips at our store, and it's, like, 2 for 14 Yeah. Like, I literally see it on Amazon and, like, all of those, like, shitty bad um like aliexpress yeah yeah like all of those like i see some of the items and like also it's probably from the same exact factory yeah it honestly i wouldn't be surprised or like a little sub version of it or some like Mm -hmm. nonsense like but yeah so you and then like 
we would sell shoes for like sometimes like 70 80 bucks and it's like going out of business francesca's is literally going out of yeah, business that's not sustainable i'm surprised the one in rentham is still open yeah because like, like when i left sorry to interrupt but when i left the location it was like a sinking ship i remember you would talk about it and that was what two years ago mm-hmm and it's still there. I went to Goodwill today, spent about $40, and got, like, two giant tote bags worth of things. And, like, some of it, do I need it? No. I got some yarn. I got a couple knickknacks. Mm-hmm. I got, like, stickers. I did all my holiday shopping for my aunts. I got some clothes. But you never know what you're going to find. And it's, like pretty nice yeah it's like a nice i like thrifting because it's nice and yeah. like for less than 50 dollars i got so much stuff and it was just like not even and you know it lasts mm-hmm. because it lasted mm-hmm. long enough to to make it to the store it's already been through someone's mm-hmm. closet and sometimes it's new but yeah, like sometimes yeah. it is new i do see like new new jackets new whatever i the most expensive things that i've seen we don't really price anything clothing-wise over $30. Like, I think tank tops are always, like, $5 and under. Dresses, maybe $10 and under. Like, we have, like, a like a system for it. The expensive, like, porcelain dolls. Like, you know, like, little collectibles that we will price and put in a case. Or we have... some really nice like leather bags we've had like michael kors we've had mark jacobs we've had like you just find yeah like, everything like coach and and like gucci we've had and like we price it and we fact check it like i have like a fake gucci purse but like we knew it was fake so we priced it lower than the actual gucci purse but like just things like that we and obviously, like, furniture is going to be more expensive. Yeah. But, like, we'll have TVs for, like, $15. And they're, like, good, really big TVs. It's just, like, we just have, like, we want to get rid of them. We get a, we get so much, like, TVs. That's kind of cool, though. Humidifiers. We have so much. Diffusers. Just, like, so much stuff. And we have, like, year-round holiday decorations out. I know. I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny, and anything, we have, like, suitcases, sports things, it's like a one-stop, you get everything, and everything, like, we know exactly where it comes from. That's nice. Comes from our back door. We don't have to wait on a shipment, we're yeah, always, like... Yeah, sometimes, like, shipments wouldn't come in. Yeah. And it was, like, a problem. Um, and, it, like, in terms of, like, your retail stores, like, not just Francesca's, but, like, I know you worked at Justice Garage and Francesca's. Like, in terms of like, your product range, what did you have? Well, they're all like girl stores, like very girly. feminine. Yeah, because I used to shop at Justice when I was younger, and mm-hmm. then like Francesca's, and then Garage is just like another girly store well they all basically have like the same thing yeah and it's like shirts sometimes like shirts bags shoes 
belts, hair accessories. And really bad yeah. skincare and bath bombs and yeah. things like that. And then, like, Justice just had, like, more toys, too. Mm-hmm. It was, like, all of that plus, like, stuffed animals. Yeah. And, like, journals. Yeah. In terms of our, like, product ranges, there's, like, nothing... Nothing really we wouldn't take. Um, we, we would find a place for it. We've had so much stuff. Um, and some of it's really good. We've had, like, really old stereos. We have a, we have books. Mm-hmm. Mirrors, home decorations, bedding, yeah, that's nice. suitcases, lamps, purses, literally anything. Anything that you'd find in someone's house, mm-hmm. you will find at a thrift store because that's where it comes from. It comes from someone else's house. And what do you think is some, like, pros of of shopping as a, as a consumer of shopping at a retail store? Literally nothing. Really? Like, really. I mean, some people like to have, like, brand new things. Like, I guess. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's bad for the economy. It's bad for the environment. But if if you're thinking solely as a consumer. Like, like, la-di-da-da-da. I'm guessing the only reason that would be good is because, like, they get money. The store gets money. (laughs) Well, I, I... Like, I guess, like... Sorry. But, like, I guess, like, a, a lot of their goals, because I remember at Justice and Francesca's, and I can't really remember about Garage, but, like, a, we had, like, kind of, like, a theme or, like, statement that we would, like, live by when we worked there. Like a little motto. Like, a, yeah, exactly. And it would be, like, making the guests comfortable and finding everything. So I guess, like, whatever it was, like, our main goal was to make sure the guests had a great time and, like found our advice helpful they felt comfortable like explaining their situation like whatever it may be yeah like oh my god like i'm shopping for my daughter but i don't know what to get her like can you help me like pick out an outfit for her for christmas and like sometimes i have to do that and it would be like fun but like i guess like that would be the only good thing because you get like to connect with someone (laughs) about like something and like and and like you can make it like special and the customer can ask that because like you know That's what's like, there and yeah. they know what they'll find. When customers will come and ask me like, oh, do you have this? I have no idea yeah. at any given moment what we have in that store. Because like you go, we go through the entire shipment and it's like, what else are we going to do? We're just standing there waiting for you to buy something. Like, yeah. of course we're going to help you. <laughs> and I feel like it might, it might be nice because like, you know, sometimes you, you go, meet people. You, you I, meet I people. used to meet like a lot of like cool women with that. Like, I remember I met this one lady who, like product but like i don't really remember what her job was she specifically like went to people's houses and like went through their clothes and like i don't or she was like a like a stylist a stylist of some sort i don't know like i can't really remember but she was like roasting my outfit that's really funny (laughs) i know but anyways like it was cool to like meet her yeah and i think it might be nice just because like Sometimes I will buy something from Goodwill that I'll just, like, see and I won't try on. Because, like, of course you can try things on. And, and and that's kind of a con about thrift stores. Usually you don't want to try things on because, like, not every thrift store cleans their clothes. And so you just kind of, like, have to wing it. Mm-hmm. And you find something that you really like. But if it's on your size, you're done for. But, like, with a, with a retail store... If something's not in your size, there's gonna be a bigger or smaller size, depending on, like... 
Yeah, and like you can order it for people too. Sometimes, like sometimes they would order it or like get a different color, and then then we would like literally ship it to their house, or they could pick it up at the store. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, in in terms of like just if you really fall in love with a piece, if you really want it, like that's nice. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like thrift store pros, it's pretty affordable. It's very like discounted, and even after the discounts, like. Like I said, like, every single week, we you can get, like, 25% of the items half price. Like, some people will only shop specific tag colors on those weeks. And, like, we have regulars that come in every single day because it's, like, a fun experience and you want to see, like, what can you get. And it's different every day. And yeah. I, I've had customers come in t- multiple times a day because they know. That, like, what they see out there in the morning is different than what they're going to see, like, three hours later. It's constantly changing. But some of our cons is just, like, just that. Like, sometimes you can't find what you want in your size. Sometimes, you know, people are really, like, iffy about it. Something has a stain or something's, like, a bit dirty. Like, they don't want to get it. But it is, like, in terms of the environment, super good. And with a company like Goodwill, like... Most of our proceeds, Goodwill is like two things. It's the thrift store chain, and it also is a service provider or education provider for people with disabilities. So that can be anything from having autism or if like you are hard of hearing or something, there are programs that Goodwill runs with the funds that we make. That's nice. So it it's a nonprofit. Yeah. Um, I think it's a nonprofit. I'm not sure. We do have like a CEO and everything, but that's just like to run the company. Mm-hmm. The arrival packaging is whatever you give us. People give us boxes, bags, whatever. Um, some people just like have piles of clothes that they hand us. And the leaving packaging is either a paper bag or a reusable bag. Mm-hmm. That's all we do. Or you just take it in your hand. And you said that your arrival packaging was... Like UPS. UPS. FedEx. And caked in plastic. Yeah. And that's not even accounting the the fuel used mm-hmm. in that shipping like process. Yeah. Which also is costly to the environment. And your leaving like after someone purchases something it's another plastic bag or maybe a paper bag and even if like you buy like a little knickknack in the store it's covered in plastic wrapping and a bunch of different things would you ever go back to work willingly like say like you got a call from like justice and they were like, hey, Isa, can you Justice come back? Is. Well, Justice is, like, basically out of business now. They only have, like, six locations left in the United States. Really? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because it's a chain. Well, what do you, what do you think was the, the straw Wait. that broke the camel's back? To answer your question, though, realistically, I would absolutely never, ever again work in a retail store. Like, literally, I would rather do something else that's just horrible. be unemployed <laughs> i would yeah like <laughs> yeah because like i really don't like it mm-hmm. but i don't know why justice went out of business like 
they're basically actually when covid hit i guess it really hit them super hard because like i feel like already it was kind of dying when i was working there as like a teenager mm-hmm. like when i was like 17 18 years old so um i guess i, I guess when covid hit like just kind of screwed them over because no one was like people were already not shopping there anymore yeah well do you think something will happen like delia's used to be like very on par with justice and delia's delia's is now online yeah justice you can still is buy. mainly online too yeah i don't know i mean it's just online but like yeah i would never and do you like shop at those stores anymore I can't remember, besides Black Friday when we went out, I can't remember, like, willingly shopping at anything but a thrift store. Besides, like, Target for, like, toilet paper and stuff like that and, like, food. Well, sometimes I forget how expensive it is. I remember I I went into a store at the mall and I wanted to get, like, a stuffed animal. $20, even. Like... I don't even yeah. think they are their price. But, like, I'm not going to buy a blanket from Goodwill. Yeah. But, like, I I bought this stuffed animal at the store, and it was, like, $30 even. Yeah. Like, and that's... That's, like, ridiculous. That's crazy. And I forget how yeah. how expensive things are. Like, I'll look at a hoodie I can like never... Zoomies, I just feel like I just can't go back. And it's regular for a hoodie at Zoomies to be, like, $50. And I'm like... I literally what? can't... I just can't go back. Yeah, and we, and I used to do that when yeah. I was a teenager. I used to drop That's like a hundred dollars. That's what I spent my money on. Like, I am disappointed. So, what would your, what do you hope for? You know, retail stores in the future. Do you think that there could be space for retail stores? I would love to not have. This is like an extreme. Mm-hmm. But like, our environment would be so much better if we just had like thrift stores. I mean, we because we've realistically, made stuff. materialistic items are like not important. I don't know. And and as a, a human society, we have made enough clothes. Yeah, like we've made. We can items. afford to literally stop all we, retail stores. We can't afford it, job market wise. Well, like yes, but like we can. Li- if we do that, like the earth would become clean. Uh, like. By 20%, I feel like. 20% more cleaner? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um... Because of everything that would stop. But, like, that's obviously never going to happen. Because just, just through the process of your day open to close at a retail store, you're going back-to-back plastic. Yeah. And that's a killer. It is. For finishing up... What do you recommend our listeners do if they're if they're one who shops at retail stores a lot? Literally don't. <laughs> well, in a nice way, you know. Okay. If you How shop would- at a retail store regularly and it's for like I guess it's for nothing that is of importance like you just need like a sweatshirt or like a jacket or like maybe you want like a Halloween decoration or like some bowls for your new apartment like or a chair or a dining room table like yes i'm i'm just saying that like check a thrift store first to see if there's like 
anything there because yeah, that's like always my go to. Yeah, because I feel like I just go to a thrift store and just check first, and then if I really can't find anything, then I'll just like go, or it's for something that like I'm not. Like, I don't want, like, if I I'll, can't, usually, I'll go to Target for a blanket. <laughs> usually if I can't find it at a thrift store, I think to myself, do I really need it? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, you'll want something, but. And then I'll just end up getting, like, a vase. Yeah, I feel like that meme that's, like, when you walk into Target for, like, a toilet paper and you come out with, like, 20 more things. Yeah. That's me at, like, a thrift store. <laughs> But, like, try a thrift store first, because I feel like it's just worth it. It's worth it. They're everywhere. And there's, like, cute shit, cute stuff sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. Actually, yeah. I feel like I always find, like, pretty good stuff. I feel like 80-70% of the time, I'm, like, very content with my finds. I love those trees. I love that painting. That lamp. Just listing things in front of us. Yeah. Well, art. To the listeners, if you're at Hofstra, we have a Savers down the street. If you're not at Hofstra, there is bound to be a thrift store near you, and you should support them. Like, even if you don't shop there, you can always donate, and hopefully we can, little by little, limit the uh, chokehold retail stores have on our mindset. Literally. Because... You don't need everything 100% no, you don't. new. Um, and it just is a little more fun. Like, shopping should be a nice experience. And Yeah, you never know what you're going to find. I hope you guys have some good thrifting finds soon. Me too. I wish you the best. And for wrapping up, you can find this and for wrapping up you can find more information on the cce the center of civic engagement at hofstra university on our instagram hofstra cce and we also have a facebook linkedin and twitter and i also have a blog post up about greenwashing on our cce blog that touches more upon the environmental things and things like retail stores saying that they're working on the environment when they accept all this plastic well and give you a brown paper bag when you leave yeah it certainly doesn't cause more hurt but It's not doing what you can do. It's just scratching the surface. So if you'd like to read more about that, it is up on our CCE blog. And I want to thank Isa for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. And sharing your experience as a retail worker. It's my pleasure. And hopefully you never have to work at a retail (laughs) store again. Me too. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you're interested in continuing the conversation and learning more about Hofstra's Center for Civic Engagement, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hofstra CCE, or visit our website at hofstra.edu slash CCE. The beautiful music you've heard in this episode was written and composed by Ethan Tauber. The song even features the chords C, C, and E. We hope you join us again to discuss combating more of our world's most pressing challenges. And thank you for helping us spill the tea.